0: just for the next couple minutes please everyone who speaks in tongues pray in tongues together online, everyone here in Joel's Bard, just softly under your breath just pray in tongues with me for a couple minutes, let's cleanse the air cleanse the elements, cleanse cleanse the atoms, cleanse the molecules cleanse the blood
1: Zotoribukundra, Shidri Makare, Tundri Bukuridrobo, Damakerezi, Rimojidre Gareare. If you don't
0: actually forget under your breath, speak in tongues out loud.
1: Kitcare drobo, every single person, please. Kitri Kundo, Barakuri,
0: Zindri Mare,
1: Kundaroso, Dandori Bukudreci Karandore. Kidribus under Bakunda Bakaribuka River Trigger Marrivac under the boat. Bahari under the Pudrigitabudra Bahari. Bahari the the the
0: Drink the cup of Jesus' heart. Release the cup of the sevenfold radiations of the core of Jesus Christ in the third heaven through all elements, molecules, and atoms in this place. And where every believer is tuning in worldwide. Full release of the cleansing, judging power of Jesus'. Seven blazing torches, Jesus' interior castles, Jesus Christ's soul, Jesus Christ
1: Crown, Jesus Christ Angels, Era <laughs> Grondo just pray out loud in tongues for two more minutes. Rema, re reboz de Ribaria, de los de Ricatri, de la Baja Rigisa, Santa Canterra por Condrique, Sintricaria, de Cantericaria, Kharri anderva, kharri anderva, alandreva, sundreva, sundreva, kharri anderva, kharri anderva, Sundra Sundra two more minutes fresh fire Sindri kedri adra bosundri bahari andra or the बार रंगदार बाहर है याद रहे पुत्र के दार मुस्तूदर बाहर है याद रहे हाँ ही हाँ से करी शीरी याद रहे बार हंदे मुस्तूदर पुत्र किधर हाँ through all the cables and cords and the cameras, through all
0: the electricity and energy of the earth, through every central nervous system of every soul, of every nation, tribe and tongue, siki fresh tongues of fire from the house of Jesus Christ in heaven cleanse everything cleanse the molecules wash the atoms judge the atoms judge the molecules judge the elements judge 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 a righteous judgment (laughs) glory amen thank you Jesus yeah. that's really good you Can stay in the glory you can always tell his story you can grow in purity you can grow in obedience you can grow in holiness you can grow in humility only the humble inherit the earth Matthew 5 Jesus Christ red letters we gotta get the pride out we gotta get the consciousness of self which is the presence of satan in souls out consciousness of self is satan possession of the central nervous system which means the psyche the mind the thoughts you can't think about jesus or the holy spirit or obedience or following the Apostles and prophets into the heavenlies none of its possible because of self consciousness which is Satan in your central nervous system how do we get Satan out of our souls how do we get Satan's self consciousness which is the very curse of the fall out of our souls so we don't think about ourselves anymore we only think about Jesus it's called keeping your eyes fixed on Jesus the author and the perfecter of our faith shooting stars (laughs) I've heard the Lord say get used to the shooting stars the shooting stars of Enoch This is a new realm for me. So I'm still just fascinated by the greater glory And it made me think how I hadn't seen a shooting star in the natural sky for ten years. I can't even remember the last time I saw a shooting star. As a kid, I'd see them like every day, it felt like. As an adult, I can't remember ever seeing a shooting star for a decade. And last night, as I'm in the penthouse in my apartment, shooting stars like angels began shooting around my soul inside my apartment. It was a realm of glory that just blew my mind blew my mind and so i said there i know there's scriptures about it and yeah, let's go there
1: this is so fun hallelujah shooting stars amen crying out to me and shooting stars
0: Enoch's ascent and vision glory the attack on red letter ministries in Joel's bar is so extreme right now because yesterday's broadcast I picked a fight with all Satan's seven mountains it was the most powerful release of any Joel's bar of all time they came in here destroyed both my sinks on the first floor damaged the screen here. It's all bubbling and damaged in the corner. It was perfect yesterday. I opened up my my iPad that I read Enoch from and it was covered in demonic slime. It looked like a cat's butt had completely wiped the whole screen. So the warfare is very extreme. (laughs) It's really intense. They're trying to attack the voice. They're trying to attack the throat region we need a thousand sons like bucklers around our necks of father god's grace listen you're dealing with primal evil ancient evil stuff here we can deal with it we will win but it is intense the opposition i don't think you guys really realize what we deal with here on a daily basis i don't think you really get it i want you to understand that we are exposing all the works of the devil in human hearts because the devil can only work through interior castles of human souls he's bound to flesh and blood that's why he needed eve to sin hello why did the serpent go to eve if it's a devil why doesn't it just be a devil because the devil can only operate in the natural realm through human dna the devil's only here through you through your souls and through your dna there's no devil if you get rid of human beings as it was in the days of Noah. We're going to get rid of human beings. Cheruzania and you're going to be like angels if you begin to practice holiness, righteousness and wisdom, which is called original design of the garden of Eden. So right now we are dealing with the most apostate anti-Christ, perverse charismatic Generation of sorcerers of all time. The wickedness in the charismatic church is greater than the Sumerian warlocks of the watchers that fell from heaven in the days of Noah. Truth in hell. On a daily basis, you are encountering warlocks of false Christianity. There's nothing worse than Antichrist. This is a greater wickedness. Than the first age, a greater wickedness, Enoch said the same thing, that a greater wickedness of sorcery would come after the floods of Noah, you're it. You're it. A greater wickedness, it's in your flesh, it's in your blood, it's in your souls. You have to be circumcised from your humanity. You have to be circumcised in your heart, in my heart. Listen, I know, I was a black magic warlock. I saw what God did to my soul. He'll do the same thing to your soul. He'll completely remove humanity from your spirit, from your angel, from the born again part of you. And there won't be a human part of you. Your flesh will be holy. Your flesh won't be the same. It will be different flesh. It will be holy, righteous flesh. It'll be flesh that's a temple of the seven spirits of God. It'll be flesh that's a temple of Jesus Christ. In the form He's in now at the right hand of God, which is 0% human. Zero. No human flesh can be in the presence of God the Father. That's what the Bible says. But the kind of flesh that Jesus Christ is in at the right hand of God the Father is not human flesh and is not human blood. Mary Magdalene, do not cling to me for I have not ascended to my Father, which means do not touch my human blood. I'm gonna give my human blood the bloodline of the Messiah, the King of the Jews, the Messiah of Israel, the Messiah of the Jewish race. The son of the living God, Jesus of Nazareth, brought his Jewish bloodlines and gave them to the altar of his God and transfigured into a living being. Now the blood that comes from Jesus is not human at all. Human blood is toxic and the very reason why you die. The reason why human beings die is because your blood is poisoned truth anyhow human blood is poisonous it destroys you if you stay in it you're guaranteed to die horrible deaths if you drink the blood of jesus you're not limited to human blood anymore if you stay loyal to jesus's bloodline transfigured at the right hand of god called the river of life if you're loyal to the roots of David, if you're loyal, faithful, and true to the bright morning star, then you will change. Your blood will be lifted up in the same way as Jesus, and that's what the shooting stars are all about. The shooting stars represent you being lifted up and giving your human blood to God for the kind of blood of Jesus Christ to be in you what did Jesus Christ say unless you have my flesh and my blood you can't be saved you cannot be Christians that's written in John chapter 6 in the Bible you can't be saved unless my quality of blood and my quality of flesh are your quality of blood and your quality of flesh and they were offended because they loved their jewish bloodlines. And the Bible says in John 6:66 6, 6, 6, that many could no longer walk with him because they were offended because they loved their jewish blood. Because they loved their gentile blood. They loved their animal blood. They loved the roots of the tower of babel and they hate the roots of the tower of david. I have found in Christian ministry, most Christians hate Jesus. They despise and hate his guts. They know he's God like a demon, but they do nothing to change in their root systems from their blood to his blood, which is the evidence you hate and despise Jesus Christ. And yet you call yourselves Christians because you are an apostate generation. Truth in no? you and if you're changed then it's Jesus I'm talking to you. Iron sharpening iron. If not, you have to change. You have to repent. It's illegal to have human blood on the doorposts of your forehead. That's what a sinner is. In order to be saints you have to have a different quality of blood covering the doorposts of the Passover lamb. So the angel of death has no influence in your psyche, in your central nervous system of your brain getting you to fight the Holy Ghost every day and yet claiming to be God's sons and daughters when you're actually Satan's sons and daughters. Truth, anyhow. <laughs> and that's not an exaggeration. That's what Jesus said to the Israelites constantly, that you are not the sons and daughters of God. You're the sons and daughters of demons. How could he tell the difference? The different blood over their doorpost, The ones that clung to him Like John on his heart, they embraced his blood on their forehead. Like Mary Magdalene and the woman with the issue of blood, they hung on the hem of his garment. They were desperate to get out of the Jewish bloodline curse. They were desperate, some of these Greeks, to get out of the Greek bloodline curse. (laughs) Are you desperate to get out of human blood? That's the beginning of drinking the cup of the New Covenant. This is the cup of the New Covenant. What did Jesus Christ say in the red letters? Of my blood, drink it, all of you, that you might have life in you. Amen. <laughs> so, you can always tell a fake and a phony from a true and a real by what's covering their mind. If there's any other influence in your mind in your central nervous system other than Jesus' race, which is Jesus's bloodline, you're fake. You're being controlled and manipulated by evil spirits, and you come around here and you tell me that you're a Christian, you tell me your your gifts and your speaking in tongues validate you before God and the angels. But the only thing the Bible says that validates you is if you're engrafted into his tree of life, which is a family tree. Which means you're operating on different blood. People in this bloodline have no problem giving finances because they're giving to their own family. They have no problem giving finances to me because you're of the same family tree. The ones that can't do it, it's because you're of a different family and that's why it's hard for you to give because you're giving to a foreign family and you want to keep it inside your own family because your family is demons. Jesus Christ said you would reveal what family they are of by their financial giving. That's what the Lord said. You'll know them by their ability to give money into God's family or withhold and give it into some other family. Look at Judas Iscariot, Satan, Satan's own son. Satan had a son amongst the 12. Jesus said from the beginning, one of you is a devil. Okay, we know which one now. It's the one that couldn't give money, but only kill, steal, and destroy. Hello? The one that is unfaithful in money is always the devil. There's no exception anywhere in the New Testament or Old Testament. This is the evidence, and Jesus said that would be the evidence of what family you are of. And just because you have that part down and you have money into the family of the bloodline of Jesus, where that family is more important to you, of God the Father's throne room family than your own children which would be basic entry-level discipleship if you read the Bible the taking care of the apostolic and the prophetic family of the leadership of the body of Christ would be more important to you because you're not irrelevant to God's kingdom that family head of the family is more important than your family now people live that way in the scriptures in this Laodicean church that's actually incomprehensible to most of you you think that it's more important to take care of your children but the Bible teaches it's more important to take care of God's will <laughs> the exact opposite of the family idolatry you have in Laodicean Jezebel's Christianity which is always God's family last your family first and so God's family gets the scraps off your table God's family you know did you get my 20 bucks and make sure it gets to Rebecca, that's the best broadcast I've ever seen. It's usually less than 20, it's usually like four dollars. And then you spend more on that on the Starbucks the same day. Because God's family has no value to you. Because God is not your father. You think he is, but he's not, otherwise your whole life would be about that family and first and foremost Jesus Christ said the evidence would be in money and where you put the money reveals your heart which is your bloodline truth in you if your bloodline is animal you take care of animal if your bloodline is sin then you give your money to sin if your bloodline is poverty then you give your money to the poor. Like Judas, the betrayer. You don't give your money to the apostles. You give your money to the poor because you're loyal to the devil. Because the devil is still your dad. And you're being fathered by Satan. Now that's what the Bible teaches. If that is not true, that God is your actual family, that is your world. That is your whole psyche. That is your whole imagination, that's your whole obsession, that is a normal saved person's reality that zeal for the Father's house has consumed me. If you still think self-serving thoughts, your own individual family thoughts, you are not yet children of God but still children of devils. Truth anyhow, and don't make excuses, your soul and flesh have to come in today Today's the day of salvation and hearing the word of god don't harden your hearts amen make god's house your house by the spirit of grace otherwise everything you do for your own ha- house will be terminated into hell it'll be destroyed into hell nothing you do will be of eternal value unless god be first isn't that what scripture says What's the first commandment? Have no other gods besides me. You say that in modern day Laodicean, American charismatic abomination Christianity, they'll weep and gnash their teeth at you. They will literally murder you. They'll attack you. They'll be two-faced to you. They express to have a devotion to God on the outside, but their hearts are far from you in this wicked perverse apostate generation that never obeys the Holy Spirit as their father. The fear of the Lord. I even read false brethren among some of our disciples in RLM Global, false brethren saying that God will drive out the fear of the Lord from you because the fear of the Lord is demonic. I saw that yesterday. The Holy Spirit will drive out even the fear of the Lord. Because where love is, there is no fear. That's how far gone the false brethren of this apostate charismatic perversion have gone. They're all around you. You are surrounded by Jezebel's tower and Jezebel's false kingdom of heaven. And they are certain it's Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And they have the gifts of the Spirit. They all speak in tongues. They have lying signs and wonders. And Satan is their Antichrist God. And you already have the majority of the charismatic Christians in this nation, in that kingdom, and they refuse to come out. I have seen in a vision all the 200 million demons inside the charismatic Christians ready for slaughter into the Dead Sea. That is what will come upon the Holy Spirit fake ones the fake holy spirit christians we need it they have perverted the highest things of the holy spirit they have made false holy spirit their holy spirit now their hearts are full of seven black stars okay their hearts are loyal to black cherubim black seraphim and black of satan's seven stars that fell from heaven this is the prison for the angels that fell from heaven it is written okay it's not the seven stars that are in my right hand which means inside the living breathing body of christ it's the dead ones who externally are filled with the seven mountains of seven stars that fell from heaven that whole system is the false kingdom of heaven that wages war against those God inside-minded who have four seven living breathing spirits and seven living breathing angels inside the seven interior castles of their souls (laughs) glory and everything the enemy has done to counterfeit is going to be revealed and I tell you the truth, the ones that are inside that kingdom, the circus show of the false prophets, the beasts, and the red dragon, of the seven mountains of antimony, of the throne of Lucifer that looks like Achaean Jesus Christ, and that whole kingdom, and that whole family, they will harden their hearts unto death. That is what Egypt has become in 2022. Egypt and Sodom, where our Lord is crucified, has become... The abomination of the false charismatic church. Truth in you. Woo. Angel flash right by the camera. The angels know it's true. Christians are in denial. It can't be what this crazy guy says. It's really not that bad. There won't be that judgment. God is love. Grace abounds, brother. Not for you. There's no grace for those seven mountains. There's no grace for the kingdom of hell. There's no grace for seven black stars pretending to be the Holy Spirit in you. There's no grace for the crown of life that you have put on your head out of self-inspiration. I know they're false. I know they're fake. Anytime I bring correction, they always react in pride and they're like one, two, three years old in the glory which means it's the evidence they have rejected God the Father entirely and have fully embraced Satan who doesn't punish sin, who's the father of sin as their father in the Luciferian false kingdom of heaven. Amen? Truth anyhow. Jesus Christ continuously corrected, rebuked, chastised, and scourged his apostles out of perfect love, out of judgment, because they were literally wrong about everything spiritually, mentally, morally, physically, and family and tradition. There was no truth in them. Jesus was the only truth so he had to correct them in every area of spirit. He had to correct them in every area of soul. There was no truth in their soul. He had to correct them in every area of mind. There was zero truth in their mind. Jesus alone is spirit truth, soul truth. Flesh and mind truth, brain truth, and bone truth. Flesh truth. The Word made flesh truth. See? You can feel that reaction out there with religious demons. Flesh truth. The Word of God made flesh. John chapter 1. Flesh truth. Without flesh truth, it's not real truth. It's just Satan in your spirit. False truth. A religious demon inside you. Luciferian false truth why because real truth always changes the soul real truth always transforms the flesh to be holy flesh sanctified flesh flesh that what belongs to the Holy Ghost amen it is written your body is not your own your flesh is not your own if you are not in agreement with the Holy Ghost in your flesh you're in agreement with the devil it's not your body and it's not your choice you don't have free will what you have is devils and Satan fathering you you have Satan fathering your rebellious souls There is no such thing as free will. There's only the wide path of destruction. These people insist on obeying demons and constantly disobey the Holy Spirit as optional in this wicked apostate generation. You see, it. they think financial obedience is optional. They do. They think giving money and letting the Holy Spirit be the Lord of their money is optional. Like I have the ability to control my own destiny. I have the ability to control my money. My life is my own. I don't have to be a basic disciple, giving area of every area of my life to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's not your father yet. Satan is still your father because he's the father of rebellion. You are not even yet elementary basic disciples because the natural realm of soul and psyche is not under the constant obedience to the Holy Spirit. This is not advanced maturity. This is getting saved day one maturity. This is day one salvation where walking in the fear of the Lord, obedience to the Holy Spirit, mastery of my senses, my soul, my feelings, emotions, my marketplace, my money, my house, this temple, belongs to God now. Like this, this sounds radical to you people, you're so deceived that this sounds like mature Christianity. This is not mature Christianity, this is entry-level salvation, but to a Laodicean, apostate, charismatic kingdom of Jezebel Christianity in America, basic obedience to the Holy Spirit as your Father is radical. Is radical. I mean that's how far gone you are to Satan and sin. This sounds radical to you. It's not radical to serve the Holy Spirit as your father and every thought, feeling, and emotion. And if you do, you will have fruit. And if you do, your flesh will rejoice in the glory of God. And the angels will rejoice around you continuously because you're choosing to be like the angels. You're choosing to stay born again. You're choosing the living creature that you are regenerated from at birth. You're choosing first love. You're choosing Jesus' bloodline. We get born again, and then we get to choose what we want to do with the anointing for our selfish souls. It's like... You get born again and then you instantly go to Jezebel to how you can instantly within 24 hours betray Jesus Christ who saved your spirit. That's basically all you've known the last 50 years in this abomination of the charismatic church. That you get born again and then immediately what can the Holy Spirit do for me? me? Me, 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 I, 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 and you're not even obedient for 24 hours. And if you are, you're rejoicing in the truth, punishing the wickedness that's developed in Satan's seed line that comes afterwards. Severity is something to rejoice in because you're terminating Satan's word, you're terminating the ability of demons. The greater the judgment upon the rebellion of the soul the more you actually love the Holy Spirit I mean seriously if the Holy Ghost has saved you and the Holy Spirit is Lord like the Bible teaches then you'll always fear Him and you'll never want to disobey Him Amen see the soul and flesh have to walk in the fear of the Holy Spirit otherwise they cannot be saved If you don't understand consequences of sin always equate to death, Apostle Paul says, the wages of sin are death. The gift of God is eternal life. You will never understand repentance or separation from self and soul and Christ in spirit. Amen. Because you're not circumcised of heart and because you don't understand the family of the spirit... You think living for soul and doing the best in your soul is Christianity. It's not. It's perversion. It's immoral. Jesus is here, the Bible says, as a life-giving spirit. Where's the reverence for Jesus' life-giving spirit word? Where's the reverence for the word of God as, Revelation 19, King of kings and Lord of lords? We say it, we sing it, but obedience with the whole soul circumcised to do it is practically unknown in the world right now. You would rather bow to your spouse or bow to some kind of business decision and some kind of temptation of a demon out here than doing the thing the Holy Ghost has asked you to do. Every day I watch the Holy Spirit and the angels talk to people. It's one out of a hundred that obey right now it's one out of a hundred that obey the holy spirit and the angels this is the most disobedient disrespectful dishonoring generation of all time they think they can lie to the holy spirit and they don't even feel convicted they think there's no consequences to lying to the holy spirit every day i'm continuously lied to because they don't even understand the new covenant that the Holy Ghost only dwells in the building of God, which is human flesh that's sanctified doing God's will. There is no fear of God in these people, only bewitchment. Because they're bewitched, they just treat the flesh as something unholy, even though it's the holy temple of the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians says, Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Honor God with your body. Now, if the Holy Spirit's temple is constantly dishonored and they dishonor the maker of the temple, they dishonor the possessor of the temple, they dishonor the fruit of the temple, the obedience of the temple, what does that reveal? That they are not the Holy Spirit's people. They dishonor the temple, they dishonor the spirit in the temple, and they honor only the reverence to demons. Which is a reverence for religion. It's a reverence to satan what i have dealt with every single day for 16 years of full-time ministry is reverence to satan and irreverence to the holy spirit irreverence to the holy spirit even if you come in here and are loyal for two weeks you have to be consistent forever forever to stay saved to stay saved that's not asking too much to stay reverent to the Holy Spirit forever. This isn't a part-time job. This is an eternal adoption. To be adopted into God's house means that God now is your father all the time. And if you want that, you give him the false father stuff. You give him your sin. You give him the disobedience. You give him the laziness, the slothfulness. You give him the dishonor. You give him the confusion. You give him the lies of Satan growing in your spirit, growing in your soul, growing in your heart. You give him your lust. You give him your pride. You give him your religion. You make God your God constantly. We need an understanding of kingdom discipleship. We don't have it in America. We don't have it anywhere on earth. We don't. You think you do. You don't. What you do have is a false kingdom of Jezebel that people think they're loyal to. That's why they want instant gratification in the selfishness of their souls anytime they do something externally correct that hurts their feelings because I'm really suffering for Jesus. You don't know the sacrifices I've made. It's like you you have constant betrayal because the soul wants benefits from God instead of giving the soul entirely to God and actually becoming temples of the Holy Spirit, which means the soul is entirely given to God, which is a reasonable sacrifice of entry-level salvation. But because that doesn't exist, we think when we sacrifice, God should just immediately reward my soul. You know what you're looking for? You're looking for paganism. Your God is Satan. Your understanding of God is the fallen angels. You're looking for God to reward you like sorcery and witchcraft. Because that's the only thing you have in you. Because your mind is not renewed to serving God as a branch. As a servant. As a slave. As a love slave. And it's not about just suffering as a slave. It's about being a loyal faithful son in a world filled with scoundrels. In a world filled with disobedient, false Christians everywhere that suffer for obeying the Holy Spirit, that suffer under God the Father as the Lord of their will, as the Lord of their finances, as the Lord of their marketplace, and the Lord of their brain and their central nervous system, it's so hard to serve Jesus. Well, that's because you're a false Christian. And you're a false brethren. It's hard to pretend when you're fake, it's extremely hard. It's easy when that's what you really are because there's nothing else in you. It just reveals that you have not yet been circumcised of heart of the old roots of the Tower of Babel because it's hard to be Babylonian and be Christian. You'll love one, despise the other. Salt water, fresh water can't come out of the same fountain. Amen? It's like you have Satan's bloodline in you and Jesus Christ's bloodline in your born-again spirit, and you're torn between the two, and then you self-justify, I can have both. I can have the kingdom of heaven, and I can have self. You will be punished severely. You'll be torn in half by beasts and birds. You'll be ripped in half, and the part of you that belongs to Jesus will actually not be Jesus at all, because he will not tolerate mixture true he won't a little leaven leavens the whole lump he says he throws out anyone with mixture in them the bible says the mixture is spit out of his mouth that you will never be a part of the eternal body of christ and you will go to hell forever Amen. jesus christ said those with both kingdoms in them will not go to heaven but will go to hell forever and be punished with the fallen angels Because you have loved the world like Lot's wife. Remember Lot's wife. She got saved out of Sodom about two kilometers, turned back in her heart, died, and went to hell. Pillar of salt. The book of Hebrews, the New Covenant book of Leviticus is Hebrews, says remember Lot's wife. Which means if you turn back at any point in your Christian life, you are still terminated into eternal damnation with Satan and his angels. Truth in (laughs) you. I know Laodicea don't preach that. The apostles do in the New Testament. We don't have that kind of understanding in America right now. We think that speaking in tongues or the gifts will save me. Jesus said, you come to a place where they think that the gifts of the Spirit, irrevocable, will be the evidence that I'm saved. You can speak in tongues and go to hell, people. Yep. You can drive out demons and go to hell. What did Jesus Christ say? You didn't know me, which means you did not develop his bloodline. You're looking for soulish gifts. You're looking for soulish fruit. You're looking for satanic evidence. You're looking for lying signs and wonders. Jesus Christ in the Bible says, I'm only looking for my bloodline developed in your spirit, my tree of life. Everything else needs to burn off you. The focus can only be his family. The whole purpose of redemption is not to be workers, but to be sons and daughters who do the works out of being the same family tree. Then it's not like, Oh, it's so hard working for God. It's effortless because that's your only family left. It's so hard to give and be obedient with money. It's the only thing left. Because you don't have any other family. I mean, that's basic, entry-level Christianity that this abomination out here doesn't even have. Truth in you. If you're engrafted into the olive tree, like the Bible says, Romans 11, that means your whole existence... Every, la- every breath, your whole, all your activity, we live and move and have our being, in Him it is written, is in the tree of life, which is the blood of Jesus. Not the fake blood of Jesus that doesn't have loyalty, but the true blood of Jesus that has faithfulness and honor amongst those developing the true bloodline of Jesus in their bodies changing the DNA, changing the bloodline, being actually engrafted, being engrafted as wild branches back in to the olive tree. Notice that they are wild branches in Romans 11. And you can read that in your own time. Understand how those that are cultivated branches were removed for 2,000 years because they rejected Messiah, Jesus of Nazareth. And now you wild branches, Gentiles, are engrafted in. But that's the original tree of life of the Garden of Eden. So you can go back through Adam before there were Jews and be a part of that for salvation is from the Jews to get back into first family pre-Jewishness. Truth anyhow. Amen. Which means that you go back to the first family which is God's own son, Adam. Not the son, Jesus. The son of this race on planet Earth. Truth anyhow go back into the first son that Jesus created that was exactly like Jesus' twin called Adam the son of God and be in the garden of righteousness like Adam before the fall which is reasonable if you're faithful and loyal to the tree of life and getting engrafted if you're not engrafted people be around me a year, two years, three years. You think you're around the prophets that's going to save you? You will have the most horrible judgment of all. Unless you're actually engrafted, you will be judged as the worst, most wicked sinners because you're held accountable to the most revelation, the most apostolic teaching, and the most truth, and the most grace was given you. You better be good stewards of it or you will come under the most severe judgment. That's what the Bible says. They come around here and just take everything for granted and don't understand half of it. I'm telling you now, you are held accountable from every word you hear from God the Father. And many men and women are getting sanctified to be in continuous oracles. Continuous voices of many waters of God the Father's very throne through Jesus Christ. Through the throne of Jesus in this world and in this universe. And if you despise these men and women's words, and you despise these men and women's spirits, and these men and women's spirits are not spirits of animals. You have despised and rejected God Himself. That's the danger of bewitchment. You begin attacking... God formed in true temples of the Holy Spirit. And these apostate reprobates out here, these sorcerers of false Christianity, do it constantly with no conviction because the fallen angels are completely their fathers everywhere. Truth anyhow. They'll shut down. They'll stop listening to Joel's bar at this point. Instead of conviction, they come with flattery. Instead of conviction, they'll come with bribery. Instead of repentance, excuses. I've seen it 10,000 times, 10,000 times. These wicked, immoral human beings will do anything to not change their hearts, but only change on the outside their economic systems. They just want Christianity to be more successful in Babylon for their souls. You are the children and offspring of demons. (laughs) And you sit there and pretend like you're prophets half the time. I see these people, man. Be better off having never been born. And you're all around red letter ministries, and they think because they're comfortable around me, they talk to me on Messenger, that maybe I'm a real prophet and in the real prophetic. You need to seriously go to the threshing floor, all of you, to make sure you're safe. I do daily. I know out there a lot of you don't. A lot of you do not know how to thresh your own pride, your own lust, your own soulishness, your own selfishness, and you tolerate it thinking that Christianity might bless your soul. No, the cross will crucify your soul. And if your soul is crucified daily, the soul of Jesus, which is the seven stars, will rise in your hearts. And I won't be talking to animals anymore with selfish roots of Babel, with false charismatic apostate abominations every day. I'll be talking to actual angelic Jesus Christ Christians with Christ fully formed in their hearts of the same race and bloodline, the Israel of God. Then we can have actual fellowship Amen. And that'll be a family of Israel. That'll be a family of God. Woo! There's a holiness here today. <laughs> no, I don't care about that right now. What good is that going to do you? If you're just bewitched out there trying to add the apostolic to your souls and you're the biggest perverts in the whole world. The apostolic is not to bless your souls. The prophetic is not to bless your souls. That's reprobate. The prophetic and apostolic is to terminate your souls for the soul of Jesus to rise in your hearts. Amen. I don't want to know anything amongst you except Christ and him crucified. Oh, I did it one time. That's what an apostate generation says. I, I did it this one time. I sacrificed that one time. At any point you turn back I'm telling you now and I know you don't believe me because you're so lukewarm out there you've lost your salvation you've lost your salvation the judgment in this day is like the days of Noah you will self save yourself you will apply salvation through soulish inspiration of fallen angels that's what Jezebel does to those who live in the seven star mountains of the fallen angels. They say this radical crucifixion stuff, this radical termination stuff, this radical die daily stuff, this radical basic sheepgate stuff to the Father, the cross stuff. We don't need the cross stuff anymore. The cross will always be the new earth. The cross is the throne of the new earth. You just won't be in it. You'll be in hell watching it. you will not be on the new earth unless you carry his cross the part of his throne he's given to you and you're faithful allowing it to increase in your spirit increase in your soul increase in your brain and increase in your bones daily amen that is required to stay saved Jesus Christ in the red letters You cannot be saved unless you pick up your cross and follow me daily and die daily on the cross I gave you, which is the prophetic commandment that usually comes from prophets. You don't get your individual thing from God. You get it from the head of the body. That's why 2 Peter says that you have the commandment through the holy prophets. And you sit there and you think, oh, I've heard from God. You've heard from the seven mountains of the fallen angels. That's why you still murder the prophets. God did not speak to you. God spoke to the prophets and you murder the prophets. Now you have individual interpretation apart from the body of Christ and the fivefold in the river that are sanctified to levels you can't comprehend and you're disloyal because the fallen angels came to you as angels of light that deceive saying there's another option and you don't have to be obedient to the prophets. Any generation that was disobedient to the prophets died and went to hell. You think this one will be different? You think you're different? you're the worst you are the worst generation from adam amen and if you disobey the prophets in this generation which would be the maturity of the prophetic seed of god the father through eve's heel crushing satan under feet you will be crushed as satan the false prophet in this generation into the dead sea which is the abyss of fire under the earth you will have no life you will have no breath You will have nothing. You will, every last penny of your bank account, even your last name and posterity will be erased from the history books and you will never be remembered in the future for all generations to come, says the Lord. You must serve the Lord with all your house to be entry basic level Christians. This was not optional teaching in the first century. It wasn't. (laughs) That's why when you start to read the epistles and actually read the Bible, you're dealing with apostate Christians, perverse false brethren in every single epistle of the New Testament. Jesus said the same thing, sheep, goat, wheat, tares, wise, foolish, yeah, both. Amen. And you'll have it in spirit, soul, mind, and flesh. And if you don't keep attacking it in yourself, which is dying daily, you become entirely eaten up by the fallen angels and become false. Usually go into disillusionment and become false Christians in Satan's Luciferian Christianity of the false seven mountains and the false throne of Jesus, which is Lucifer looking like the Oceania painting of Jesus Christ. And the covering cherubim of that throne are Molech and Pan. And they all say, I've seen a vision. I've heard from God. You're not absolute authority. Man is not absolute authority. That's the exact opposite of what the book of Acts says. They rejoice that all authority had been given to men from God. But because you are a perverse, apostate, rebellious generation, you twist the scriptures and take the authority from man and give it to the fallen angels in the false kingdom of heaven. And that's what this charismatic, reprobate generation has done. Amen. (laughs) So now, we're going to completely separate from all of that. Come out from amongst her and be wholly separated, declares the Lord. Separated. Amen. Separated from Jezebel. That's what you need. You need to see Jezebel. Everything I'm describing for you tonight is to have your mind see the difference between Elijah and Jezebel in your own spirit, soul, mind, and flesh, and become entry level, river of Elijah, sheep gate to the Father, into the roots of David, tower of David, real Christians. I mean I'm talking basic regular first century day one born again people and living like it every day and not going back to Jezebel. Not leaving the river. Being faithful to the river. Is that too much to ask? To being faithful to the roots of David and the bright morning star. Is that reasonable? To ask you to be faithful to the Holy Spirit every day? You People think that's It's outrageous. They say that's cult nowadays. They're so backslidden, so lukewarm, they call that fanaticism. They call that cult leadership. They'll call that Jamestown Kool-Aid. They'll call it everything except what it is. Book of Acts chapter 29 is what it basically is. Truth anyhow. But discipleship is so far from this perverse abomination generation of false charismatic Christians of the Tower of Jezebel. <clears throat> Man, these people, you guys. Bye. Mm. <laughs> I hate her so much. <laughs> yeah. I, I know I know, half of them are watching right now. They're, they're so certain that Jezebel is the Holy Spirit. They're so certain that the seven stars that fell from heaven is the kingdom of heaven. So there, there's confidence in that camp. They think they will win against Red Letter Ministries. They literally believe this stuff, guys. They think I'm the only one that's preaching this stuff, and I'm all by myself out here in some fringe-free thing, and I have gone apostate. They literally apply their own condition to me, a true prophet. And they're a bunch of hirelings. They're sexually immoral. They're alcoholics. They do drugs they they love the wages of wickedness they're hired by money they give prophecies for money I know who my enemies are I've dealt with this stuff my whole life these people have a whole system the Bible says when they killed the two witnesses they celebrated because they had tormented their souls and they gave each other gifts they gave each other Christmas gifts because of their attacks and harm that they did towards the true apostolic witness and the true prophetic witness because it tormented them. This is being fulfilled in your hearing. This is where the apostate charismatic reprobate Jezebel generation is. They rejoice in harming the prophetic witness. You've seen it since you come into RLM. They rejoice in victories in harming the Apostolic Witness. They use anything in the second heavens of the one-third stars and the one-third angels that fell to hurt the two-thirds. To hurt the children of the two-third stars, which is seven stars. To hurt the friends of the Bridegroom, which is seven stars. To harm the true bride. Remember, you got Night Watchmen in Song of Solomon that are just raping people. Just raping people, violently hurting and raping Christians. And you call it ministry. They they call me, and the violence that I bring forth in holiness, they call it spiritual rape. You know, they they first started to accuse me of these demons in 2006 when I was a missionary. Discipleship to this abomination out here, they called it spiritual abuse and rape why because every single one of them was a doer of their own thing they'd speak in tongues and then use all the things for god for their own soul for their own family no loyalty no faithfulness they hate the spirit of prophecy they hate elijah they attack elijah constantly which is basic entry-level salvation is you have to come under elijah as your father until you're more mature to come under Samuel as your father but none of you are there none of you are even close none of you you think you are but Elijah is your father for years and years and years under the sun against Jezebel against false charismatic false prophet garbage you know the false prophets everywhere in the book of Revelation there's a reason why it's in there because that's the only thing you're going to be dealing with As the charismatic stuff explodes everywhere. And so you have false fathers and false mothers everywhere of this tower of Jezebel opposing Elijah. Notice Elijah didn't have a tower. No, he didn't. He had a cave. He had to run on the road. He had a mountaintop. He had a chariot. He had a whirlwind. He had ravens fed by ravens. He had God. That's it. Elijah didn't have anything he was living in a cave Elijah didn't even have a house Elijah didn't have a building Elijah didn't have nothing He just, but he had God that's all Elijah had if you read the Bible Elijah didn't have anywhere to go except God he didn't have anywhere to stay so God just took him up there wasn't even a place you could bury Elijah God just had to take him the world was too small for him he couldn't be on the earth he didn't have a house he didn't have a building he didn't have anything right truth anyhow that's what the bible says oh the only thing elijah had no this you guys this is salvation entry-level stuff that all you have is the holy ghost if you're being fathered by anything else you're devils you're allowing satan to grow in you and you wonder why you just are a mess and you wonder why you're perverts and you're full of lust and thinking immoral thoughts constantly you don't even have elijah's salvation ingrained in your souls yet the threshing floor daily to your own sinful hearts and minds and flesh until your flesh is completely and totally subservient to the spirit of Elijah which is the Holy Spirit under the sun Amen the Holy Spirit under the sun in your immaturity is Elijah every single day restoring the children to the fathers the spirit of Elijah it is written which means you can't grow in infancy and as babies, two days in the spirit, one day in the spirit, two years in the spirit, 10 years in the spirit. You can't grow unless you're obedient to Elijah as your father daily. Amen. Amen. And I have been. And look at how they treated me. You think it's going to be different for you? It's been horrible to this day. People to this very day, all day long, lie to me and dishonor me you think I have honor only dishonor only disobedience continuously and don't sit there and tell me you're obedient Jesus is the only obedient one none of you are obedient none of you do as right we all like sheep have gone astray none is righteous not one certainly not you you've never done anything right Jesus is your righteousness you have none of your own let the cross rise in you that the righteousness of jesus christ rise in you amen we're out here thinking what do i do what do i say i just what do give me some rules and regulations i'm such a mess everyone's a mess everyone's righteousness is like filthy rags it's garbage everyone's blood is like rat Jewish blood is rat, Gentile blood is rat, Greek blood is rat. It's all rat blood. You don't have any good blood. Your blood is poison. Your blood is what's killing you. Right now. Jesus is our life. Jesus is our blood. Jesus is our salvation in soul and flesh. You'll never have anything other than that. It's just growing up in dependency of Jesus from Elijah to a greater Elijah from Elijah to Elijah because you have Elijah forever you're never getting rid of Elijah you never outgrow Elijah so you can just get rid of that Elijah is the the friend of God the false prophet says I've outgrown Elijah now I've matured from Red Letter Ministries I've matured from Elijah Jezebel says I outgrow the prophetic Uh, God's no longer my father I'm my own father I'm a father now no you're a devil now You're a disobedient, rebellious demon. Unless you're constantly a child of Elijah, forget about any maturity you could ever possibly have. It only exists in Christ formed under you. Under who? The Bible tells you. Matthew. Under Moses and Elijah. Truth What was raising Jesus on earth as it was in heaven? Jesus grew god the father only (laughs) angels moses and elijah and dad showed up a couple times just say "Yeah, i'm watching over the whole thing too it was moses it was elijah fathering jesus of nazareth truth anyhow oh i could see jesus his actual face inside the camera when i said that i saw jesus I saw the face of Christ in the camera lens when I said that. Wow. I've never seen an open vision like that before. That was wild. Jesus was raised by Moses and Elijah. If you think you're going to be raised by anything else, you're not even a Christian anymore. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, which means I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Unless you're being raised by Moses and his word, Elijah and his word, oh yeah, grace, new covenant, yeah. Who's standing on Zion? Who's the king of the new covenant? Revelation 15, Moses. The Bible tells you Moses is the king of the new covenant. I have not come to do away with the law, but to fulfill it. If you think in your fake, pagan Christianity, you're outside of Moses, you're out here just whoring yourselves, you're out here just hyper-gracing yourselves, you're out here just making excuses of why you never obey. You know why? Because you're not even on the mountain of Jesus. Because this mountain was given to Moses and Elijah. And if you're not obedient to them, you've never been obedient to Jesus once in your fake Christian lives. Moses is glorified on the mountain. The throne of Moses is on the top of Zion, Revelation 15. They sang the song of Moses. Who? Everyone who overcame the world. Yeah. That's what the Bible says. Everyone that overcame the seven mountains of the seven stars that fell from heaven everyone that overcame jezebel's tower sang the song of moses and the lamb revelation 15 it is written fake christianity rejects moses greek gentile perverse abomination reprobate charismatic sorcery hates moses you notice that they love rebellion they love grace doctrines i've been around these whores my whole life they're absolute prostitutes to demons every day saying that more grace more grace more grace they use grace as a license to sin which is the evidence that satan is your master and not god jezebel is your jesus and not christ crucified First and foremost, Moses and Elijah have to be your masters on the kingdom mountain, otherwise you're not getting raised the same way Jesus was raised, called the way of the Lord. Because they are so irreverent to the law of Christ, the law of Christ, so disobedient to the law of Christ is evidence they're still in the wrong mountain range what mountain range is that self-consciousness it's the mountain range of Satan where you're aware of you and living for yourself that's the evidence that you are still in the kingdom of Satan completely and not the kingdom of Jesus Christ because the kingdom of Jesus Christ is I'm only aware of Jesus Christ The fact that your soul is aware not of Jesus Christ, but of yourself, your money, your hard work, your sacrifices, you are of the kingdom of Judas Iscariot, you have already betrayed him, repent, and maybe God will grant you repentance unto life, if you bear fruit in keeping with repentance, which is Christ's own soul, as your consciousness. A renewed mind should start day one. The fact that so many have been around so long and are so self-conscious means you've been in Satan's kingdom the whole time yet around me. you've been temples of demons the whole time making my life worse and worse. And yet you call yourselves partners. You've been partners in sin and you think that money could buy the anointing. But I've given. But I'm a giver. But I tithe. I'm a tither. External things will not save you. Those things are effortless when you're engrafted. When your self-consciousness is destroyed and Christ consciousness, which is the mind of Christ, is all that remains, obedience is effortless. Now we can get you to do other things other than religious acts that have the appearance of good. Which means we can get you disobedient to religious spirits and obedient, finally, to the Holy Ghost in an intimate relationship called knowing Him. Called knowing holy spirit as master commander-in-chief of all the thoughts and intentions of my heart constantly and people say but I read my Bible but I but 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 I do all these but buts they got a lot of butt butts around here but you need bigger crosses which means your butts kicked your butts crucified crucify your butts amen there's no excuse you have the fullness of the Holy Ghost down here make him your master of your mind of your heart of your bones of your will of your central nervous system amen and if that's hard for you that means you're malnourished on the word return to the word of god king of kings and lord of lords and let it completely terminate the selfishness in you the fact that you're holding on to self just means that you love demons more than the holy spirit i know that I know many of you make excuses every day and ask for forgiveness every day and apologize every day that you're still serving demons. No, stop apologizing. You love demons. You're demon worshipers. You like demons. You like how they make your souls feel. You like how false love, demonic love makes your soul feel. You love the wages of wickedness. It's true. You love sin. You love the wages of sin you love how sin makes your flesh feel you love the the pleasures of religion that I'm right with God that I'm I'm righteous in my soul you like how the devil feels you like demonic ecstasies you like second heavens Molech and Pan and Luciferian ecstasies you like the cup of Lucifer and the drunkenness of Lucifer at the expense of true sainthood I know that's true it's true. Amen. Amen. Truth in ya. Repent. And get into an actual crucifixion of what Christ is feeling today. And he doesn't expect, you know, cuddles and cuddles. No, will be crosses and crosses. For your cuddles and cuddles, it'll be crosses and crosses. God expects you to take up your cross the moment you first believe. It's 12, it's 10. As soon as you believe in him, you better grow in the cross. You better grow. That's the only salvation you'll ever get from God. And if you ever put it down, you're doomed. You're terminated. You've rejected Him. You've denied the cross. You become the enemies of the cross. Who are the Apostle Paul's enemies? He tells you in the Bible, the ones that put down their crosses and made the cross their enemy and called the cross rape and called the cross spiritual abuse and called the cross evil. Every day these wicked apostate Christians call the cross wrongdoing. They call the cross evil. They call the cross wickedness. They call the cross spiritual ab- abuse. They call the cross cult. Because their commitment is only to the selfishness of the love of money in their whoring souls. They have no actual obedience to the word of god which is the cross and it will kill the selfishness dead out of you if you obey the cross the word of god it will terminate your pride it will terminate your lust you'll be progressively sanctified and obedient in an ever-increasing cross which is an ever- increasing tree of life which is an ever-increasing glory that will never fade their glory is fading because their glory is from being drunk on the blood of the saints their glory is from stealing from those on the cross like the thief on the cross he still stole from jesus on the cross he did not he attacked him violently to make himself feel good that was a stealing from jesus if you are jesus like they say come down from this cross and i'll believe in you <laughs> One honored him, didn't steal. That thief, Jesus Christ, said, I'll see you in paradise. Today you'll be with me in paradise. The other one, Jesus didn't respond to him. He chose because there's so much glory and holiness in the flesh of Jesus. It separated the living from the dead on Golgotha. Who's going to be redeemed? Because you're all thieves. You're all sons of whores. You're all daughters of whores. You're all daughters of adulterers and murderers. You're all sons and daughters of demons and sinners and wickedness. You're all the offspring of animals. And your roots and your bloodlines are all the Tower of Babel. You're all the children of Satan. That's why when you're born again, now you can choose when you're next to Jesus where regeneration and the resurrection life's there if you're going to stay in the old unregenerate nature or are you going to humble yourself and be born again and choose the new nature that completely totally rejects the old behold the new has come nicodemus unless you are born again you cannot be saved shall i enter my mother's womb a second time absolutely not you shall have a different bloodline you shall humble yourself as thieves on the cross Every single one of us is the thief on the cross that is as desperate in his dying breath getting crucified with Christ. And if you're not, you don't have a cross. You're not real Christians. If your desperation today is not being murdered with him as a thief, you have forgotten your first love. You have calloused your hearts. So you have to return to first love that's that daily desperation that daily crucifixion that daily need for salvation restore the joy of salvation which is you as thieves in all your souls and flesh and human nature crucified at calvary with him at any point that you're not grateful that you're not humble that you're not that thief with him on calvary you'll go into the other one and come bitter like satan Become a mocker like Satan. You've already seen a million people around other ministries choose that direction, haven't you? You have. You've seen thousands, depending on how long you've been around, you've seen tens of thousands. You have seen so many choose to be crucified with the thief that rejected him, that mocked him, that mocked the cross. He became an enemy of the cross at the place of the cross, which is called apostate Christians. Truthania. Well, that's where you're at. That's exactly where the line is drawn in the sand with the prostitute generation that you are. Truthania. That has been immoral with every spirit in Babylon and unfaithful and dishonorable to the holy spirit of God. We need to learn reverence to the holy ghost inside men and women you need to learn irreverence to the thief that rejects and mocks you need to attack that what did the one who is saved at the cross say have you no honor man this is an innocent man we're both guilty that's what he said he changed his nature next to jesus and attacked the wicked thief when you change you will attack wickedness The kingdom suffers violence and advances it violently. If you are not attacking sin, you are a sinner. If you have not picked up your sword to cut it out of your heart and mind and cut it out of others around you, you tolerate the persons of the wicked. You're an immoral, apostate generation. You have settled for complacent satisfaction. You will cut it out of yourself, you'll cut it out of others, you'll cut it out of your demon possessed kids. You cut it out of the blood of your own children. Your children are born, born poison from birth. You need to cut them out of them from birth with the sword of the Lord, the Word of God. Amen. Otherwise, the blood that is poison will kill them from the moment they breathe their first accursed breath on earth called the valley of the shadow of death. What is the earth? Psalms 23, the valley of the shadow of death. You think it's a wonderful place because you're in Satan's kingdom. I know it's a horrible place of death that constantly murders the prophets because that's how they treat those that obey Elijah. You're in the wrong kingdom, buddy. Repent and get into the river and develop the kingdom as the river inside your inner man. The kingdom of the outer man that's external is the kingdom of Satan. That's the one with the lying signs and wonders. That's the one with antimony, false holiness, false righteousness. Soulishness, selfishness, all of it applauded, of course, false brethren everywhere. About 950 false brethren to every one in America right now. It's more than that, but that's accurate to what the Bible teaches. You're not the only one. Well, there's how many that haven't bowed their knee to Baal a pure couple thousand in a nation of 10 million. That's like 999,000 to one. that's what the bible says the majority is the wide path of destruction narrow path is jesus christ red letters few only few find it it's not about isolation i've never isolated myself i've always preached in public every single day i've always spoke these things publicly i've kept nothing secret i've obeyed the angels and everything the accusations of the enemies against what you think is secret is actually just devils and the accuser of the brethren. I've obeyed the angels. You're nothing like me. You compare yourselves to me, but I've obeyed the angels of my father every single day since I've been a disciple. And if I've gotten off from disobedience to the holy angels and got into the pig with the animals, just like all y'all, I repent quickly. Truth ya. If you find yourselves amongst animals and no longer angels, you're believing the wrong belief systems. Repent. You'll do it seven times as you grow. Amen. And then the angels will be the only company you'll keep around you. And you'll be separated from all soul ties to all animals, including all of you. And you'll only be soul tied to God the Father. And you'll be with the angels all the time, which means you can bring judgment upon the animal now, like the days of Noah. And that's what we've become in Christ around all the the circumstances of this ministry, my life, my past, there has been direction continuously from the angels of God, the holy angels and the fruits there. The holiness has been ever increasing. The purity has been ever increasing. The fruit is perfect. The fruit is great. The fruit will lead you to the garden of righteousness. I know a lot of you don't have a grid for living with the angels as angel against animal constantly for decades but that's what we've done a lot of you will judge externally by religiosity by the accusers seven false mountains and apply things through antimony which is false holiness of religious ideals of do's and don'ts under Pan and Molech and say I'm comparing myself to this man and that woman who's in a completely different kingdom. I know that's what many of you in Red Letter Ministries Minneapolis have done. I know. I can see it. That you compare yourselves to those who are internally sanctified as angel and you think externally and your brain in that kingdom of antimony, it's the same thing. It's a completely different kingdom. And if you're in the same kingdom, the river of life will bring you peace. doesn't mean it will bring you explanation because you won't walk by sight you walk by faith because your senses are not purified yet to constantly be with the angels led by the angels the angel of Moses the angel of Elijah what did Paul say when he was on the ship an angel from God has visited me and we're gonna live every single real Christian in the New Testament was led by angels if you're not you're just not a real Christian yet you're still making decisions out of your own head you haven't sanctified your senses to be around the angels as angels all the time. Man at the first was created exactly like the angels, but through knowledge, he is dying. Holy. So you have to repent and become like the angels. There was not one decision I've ever made in this ministry, and I'm dealing with all the accusations now that are in many of you and rather that ministries' hearts. Because fools are often judging wisdom here. And i'm telling you now you are not wise enough to judge and if you do judge you will have consequences if you judge the angels if you judge the luminaries if you judge the stars and you will suffer terribly you will be destroyed horribly because you've judged god unrighteous god never does things in buildings made by human hands which means inside your soulish christian religious boxes it's always angelic it's always spiritual angelic intelligence because God is an intelligent spirit he is a spiritual being of perfect intelligence so the only part of you that can understand any work of God is not your flesh is not your brain it's not your senses it's not your Christian theology it's not your Christian anything it's the part of you that most of you have never developed it's your spirit which means when your spirits up to like five or six kindergarten level angel born of God who is spirit so your spirits like five or six then you begin to have an intelligent to intelligence to understand five or six year old concepts most of you in this audience are not there most of you are not even five or six in RLM Minneapolis in this audience you cannot even comprehend Five or six-year-old angelic things because you're mostly still carnal animal things. You can comprehend 35-year-old, 45-year-old animal things which means you're very adult in sin you're very adult in wickedness you're very skilled in religion you can comprehend 30, 40, 50-year-old satanic religion thing loose! Hmm truth and yeah I'm speaking directly against the throne of Satan in your souls right now you can comprehend mature 30 40 6 year old satanic religious sin but you cannot fathom 3 or 4 or 5 year old angelic holy intelligence of the third heaven of God the Father because the wrong part of you is developed that part of you has to be terminated by the part of you that's given the word the part of you that has the cross which is not your wicked souls it's not your evil bloodlines it's not your animal hearts it's not your animal brains it's not your chimpanzee brains it's jesus christ the second adam in your spirit that's the only part of you that has any divine wisdom or intelligence or can ever comprehend anything of the new testament gospel of jesus christ If you try to develop it anywhere else except your spirit, you'll become reprobate, which means there must be a termination of all the building you've done in soul and you've done in flesh. Even what you've done in spirit must be tested. I don't trust any of your spirits. I don't. There's judgment to all the leadership group. I don't care how safe you think you are. You need to get on the threshing floor all soul ties to familiar people are broken all my soul ties to all of you in this audience are broken i have no ties to you i have ties to god the father as angel so you must be completely soul tied to god the father which is seven stars and if you're soul tied to the animals down below you will die and be terminated as sinners amen You must repent and break off your animal, fleshly, carnal soul ties to the animal dimension, which is the valley of death. You are covenanted with death and demons, even with your own families. It's prostitution to Jezebel and Babylon. It's sin. It's wickedness. Covenant your souls to the angelic to the Holy Ghost, to the seven spirits of God, and break all of that off, then you can actually raise up people in the angelic and be real Christians. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. In the vision it was shown to me thus, look, clouds in the vision were summoning me. And mists were crying out to me. The mists today were crying out to me. I shared a picture in our leadership group of the mists. There were mists outside my window crying out to me and shooting stars five of them shooting stars inside my apartment around my soul and lightning flashes were hastening me and speeding me along and winds in my vision made me fly up and lifted me upward and brought me to heaven this is the separation of the circumcision of your hearts of your souls from your spirit it will come with shooting stars lightnings, mists, judgments, blood fire, billows of smoke it'll come with threshing floors, it'll come with termination of your thoughts, cares, wills, ideas of all your animal abominations that you've poured Christian false and you've poured Antimony of false Christianity upon yourselves to self-justify yourselves. That's not salvation. Salvation is Jesus in your spirit. Jesus in your soul. Jesus as your very brain. I labor amongst you tirelessly until Jesus be fully formed in you. Jesus loves this kind of teaching. Jesus wants fellowship with those in this level of wisdom. The wisdom of the ages is Jesus Christ, Lord of the ages, head of days, formed in your souls. Which means you must be terminated. You are the enemies of Christ. You in this audience. Me too. Our souls are the enemies of the cross. Today is the day of salvation that we terminate our souls in a true crucifixion by obe- obeying and believing the word of God. The cross be magnified in your wicked hearts. The cross be magnified in your wicked minds. Amen. And the wickedness is erased when Jesus takes its place, which is the actual possession of. Not just a termination of sin. The evil thief had that. He went to hell with Satan his father forever. Not just terminating your greed, terminating your selfishness, your soulishness, your consciousness of self, your religious faithfulness to the fallen angels. Not just terminating that, but possessing you with a man possessing you with a real, living, breathing man in the flesh, JESUS. Letting Him possess your souls, letting Him breathe through your minds, through your nostrils. You must make room for Jesus in your bodies. The fact that you're in there trying to apply Him to you is the evidence that you're disciples of demons. You don't apply Jesus to you, you let Jesus possess you, take you over from the inside. Come on, you're in false Christianity, get out of Satan, get out of religious spirits, come over today, loose yourself from demons, get saved, get delivered. Become disciples, understand the cross, understand the word of God as the food of Christ that's why you can't read the bible the bible is for christ he is the word of god where is he he should be your very eyeballs he should be your five senses he should be your seven interior castles make room for him in your souls make room for him in your hearts make room for him in your minds let him exercise your senses then the higher things of God will be automatic because he is the high things of God. Jesus is the highest things you'll ever experience of God and heaven. And he wants to take you over in these bodies. And if you don't let him, you'll never be with him. This is the testing ground to see if you can let him take over your flesh, your soul, your money your business, your house, your bloodline, your family, your relationships, your goals, your plans, your thoughts, your cares, all of it, basic salvation, crucified daily at the cross as a thief, not crucified up there as, oh, oh, I'm John, you're not John, you're the thief on the cross, I'm the thief on the cross. Later on, you can tell me you're John after you have 20 years of consistently dying as a thief. Seriously. We are so proud of what we think we know about God and we've turned it into sin, the teachings of the prophets and apostles. We've applied it soulishly to ourselves. We've covered ourselves with the stolen oil of the wise virgins. We have. That's what most people do. They come in here, give me oil, give me oil, give me ministry, give me me, 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 I, 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 oil, give me your oil, give me your oil. Produce your own oil. Get wisdom. You have a cross. It crushes your flesh. It crushes your soul. Do not harm the wine and oil, which is the spirit bearing fruit. When your heart actually believes the Bible, there'll be wine, there'll be oil. It will come out of your spirit when you're squeezed and crushed constantly. The only way you get oil and wine is through crushing constantly of flesh, ego, pride, lust, all the dumb parts of you that need to die daily, amen. All of the selfishness of flesh and blood, all of the stealing of the thief, you have to die as thieves every day, amen. Don't tell me you're the Israel God till you've died as a thief for years and have produced wine and oil for years in the same desperation as the one with the dying breath that says this is a righteous man. What does it mean? He, in his sin, could see Jesus was good. You think without, you know, he's got nails going through him, he's dying, he's suffocating to death on a cross. What did he use? His dying breath, which is his humanity. You have dying breath in you if you're human. It's limited. What did he use his humanity for? As a thief on the cross. His last dying breath, using his human nature, was to confess Jesus as Lord. If you don't do that daily, you've forsaken him with the other thief daily. Amen. Remember, Lot's wife. If you turn back, you're not worthy of me. Every day is a decision which thief you are at Golgotha, which is the place of the earth, the human skull. All skulls are at Golgotha. All minds are on this trading floor. Which thief are you going to be daily in the same desperation? Amen. And when you get consistent, I'm with them in paradise. I'm there in paradise which means my flesh realm, the animation of this illusion of flesh and blood and this hologram and this matrix are no longer real to me. I'm actually with him in paradise right now. You can be too. Get out of the death. Get out of the sin. Get out of the greed. Get out of the religion, you worshipers of demons. And get on the cross with the thief and die there with your dying breath which is the breath of earth. Earth's breath is like poison compared to the breath of the winds of the third heaven. What are you going to do with it down here? If you are to go up with shooting stars, if you are to go up in a greater breath, it will be as thieves. It'll be as robbers, as desperate sinners, using what was given to you in the earth to cling to him and maybe if you hold on you'll go up most don't most don't most die down here it's not promised you it's not guaranteed you god chooses if you're worthy if you're shown faithful in humility daily in obedience he sees the heart if you're worthy is your spirit worthy What's inside your spirit? What are the thoughts on your spirit? Half of you can't go five minutes without checking some selfish thing on your cell phones. Your spirit is not even God's. It belongs to the world. Where are the thoughts and the intentions of your heart? Where is the desperation of the cross? Satan has bewitched you. We think we're okay. We think we're safe. I'm doing this stuff. The radical prophet is just emotional again today. Yelling at us. The greater the judgment of those who grow in the cross is applied to all humanity daily equally. This same radicalness, this same commitment is applied to everything that has breath in the garden. will be judged by it by any of you, any of you, anywhere that raises standard in the wood that was given to you in your own personal cross in your own testimony of Jesus in your own sapphire walk of crucifixion under the master who raises you Elijah Elijah who raised Jesus Moses who raised Jesus amen that's your parents restoring children to the fathers make Elijah proud make elijah your lord elijah call them lord can you call a man that's not god lord you better king of kings lord of lords otherwise you'll have no company with us and you'll be with the false brethren who honor demons in their external jesus which is lucifer and satan you have to learn the kingdom ways you have to learn SUBMISSION TO AUTHORITY AS ABSOLUTE LAW. IF YOU DON'T, YOU WON'T BE IN THE KINGDOM, BECAUSE YOU DON'T HONOR THE WORD, YOU DON'T OBEY THE WORD, IT'S ALL OPTIONAL, IT'S MENTORSHIP, IT'S ALL SELFISHNESS, IT'S ALL ANTIMONY. IT'S ALL LUCIFERIAN CHRISTIANITY. WHEN YOU GET SERIOUS AND YOU UNDERSTAND THESE BASIC CONCEPTS OF BASICS BEING SAVED, BASIC salvation basic discipleship and get basic seriously get basic out of your selfishness out of your sin out of your souls into his soul this is what you need you need to understand this is foundational christianity and how far you are from the foundation of the mountain of the lord how much of you is sand temporal how much of you is dirt sin how much of you is profane unforgiven not all of you is forgiven only the part of you that god has transformed is forgiven that's true of your spirit that's true of your soul that's true of your mind that's true of your bones the forgiveness in here amongst people is different for every single person there's a different brightness in every single person's spirit a different brightness in every single person's soul, a different brightness in every single person's mind, a different brightness in every single person's flesh. Every single one of you is completely different in different measurements as temples of faithfulness or whoredom, worldliness or wisdom, Satan's kingdom or God's, cross or enemies of the cross, The parts of you that fight Jesus are the parts of you that fight the cross. You fight dying with them, And that part of you is still alive in an animal form, bearing the images of birds, beasts, and reptiles. And then self-justification. Grace abounds. No. Servants of demons. That's what abounds. The servitude of devils. There's no grace for devils. Shall we use grace as a license to sin, God forbid, you're about to actually understand what that verse means for real. You're about to understand Moses for real. These people are sleeping. These people are driving out the fear of the Lord as Satan. These people are casting the cross of Christ crucified out of Christians in the charismatic church. mass apostate charismatic abomination that's the time you're in right now it is the truth anyhow you watch test the cross in these immoral hearts their god is not jesus but jezebel selfish christianity that's no christianity at all test the hearts test the spirits test the souls with crosses amen to see if they love the severity of the crucifixion of selfishness, to see if their real disciples are false brethren everywhere in Jesus' name. You must, otherwise you might be found in their company as false brethren. If you have not tested yourself and tested others, you don't even have a cross, repent, cry out to Jesus and He'll send angels to give you crosses if you're WORTHY to be forgiven. If you're WORTHY, because he'll see your hearts if you're fake and phony. He'll usually ask you, let's see, can you even give a hundred bucks without cringing? You perverse generation who love money and not God. Can you even obey God in natural things? You want spiritual things but you're disobedient and immoral with natural things. You will have no spiritual things from God until you're faithful in natural things. Jesus Christ said it in the Bible. Amen. He's looking for faithfulness. He's looking for truthfulness. He's looking for loyalty. He's looking for true Christianity. He's looking for his reflection in the mirror of our spirit waters. If I come and look at you, will I see Jesus Christ of Nazareth? Or is it you still in that body selling your souls to demons for money and the pleasures of sin? That's what we're dealing with, people. People that don't bear his image yet call upon his name you're already water whose reflection do you bear whose image is upon your water birds beasts reptiles or Jesus Christ and there's nothing in between get the sin out get the iniquity out get the transgression out of your cells molecules and atoms and you will bear the image of the crucified one in your water of your spirit and your soul and your flesh amen
2: majesty, worship his majesty. Unto Jesus be all glory, power, Tonight, Lord Jesus, we set aside the balance of this evening to focus upon your kingship and your lordship yes lord we acknowledge you as the sacrifice the great sacrificial lamb we thank you lord god for the blood that you shed for us we thank you oh lord god for the great mercies and blessings that you that you showered upon our lives but tonight lord we want to see you not as a lamb but we want to worship you as that lion of judah the king of all kings thank you thank you for your presence we bow before you we acknowledge you we honor you It's king of kings and lord of lords